But in those moments, like, you see people out and about, and there's something special about our relationships. Um, um, life community is a place, um, it's, we say this, like, community is our middle name, and it, it can become cliche, but it's cliche because we say it a lot because we believe it to be true. Um, we're about community, and that, that means the community of, our, of the believers, like our body, but also the community we live in. Um, and, you know, um, I guess I would just say from, from the very beginning of my experience here, there was a, a commitment to be rooted, like, outdoors. Not necessarily, like, outdoors, outdoors, but, like, not, the church was not the, the gathering moment where everyone came together, but the church was the, the, the body that went out, and it, it moved in our community. And, um, you know, the, sort of the last kind of, thing we're saying about um, I didn't expect to find this in church but maybe we would say at this moment well you, we ought, you ought to have because it's on the sign outside uh, maybe I should have seen it in ways that I didn't um, but, but Life Community Church is a place that won't let you live alone um, and I, I'm, I'm an introvert like I the idea of just being alone is, is appealing to me um, and mix that with a healthy dose of selfish, sinful pride. And I want to be left alone because then I can keep protection up. Um, but, but it's, we're just a place that just says like, no, um, that we're going to pester you until you, until you connect or go or leave. Like, like, you know, when I think about over 20 plus years around life community, I, I think, Probably the thing that I hear most from people who are former LCCers is this idea of like, like, gosh, you just wouldn't stop with the cell group thing. Like, you just wouldn't stop with community and koinonia. And, and I want to go like, guilty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're going to be overt about this, that, that if you're trying to do this alone, if you're trying to just um, do self-help, um, we're not into that, and you won't find it here. We're going to do this together. So I guess I would, would, I would ask everybody on this to sort of dive in the, the pool on this one and say, like, what, what has that meant to you in your time at Life Community, to, to not be left alone? And, and maybe you've tried to be left alone at some, time, at some point and, and failed. You're still around, so I'm going to assume you failed. Um, what does that mean to you? Well, at first it was really scary. I mean, at first it was really hard. My very first cell group. I think I cried all the way there because I didn't want anyone to know who I was. And then, and I was going to work really hard at putting my, my mask up. And I was going to work really hard. And then they just were so kind to me. And they asked me questions that pierced and made me talk. And then I cried. And then I cried all the way home because I cried. <laughs> I was mad at myself for crying. Um, so tears. <laughs> but they were good. They were, you know, good tears and necessary tears. But... Um, to not be left alone at first was really unnerving. It's like, you want to just go to the store? How weird. Like, what is your agenda? Why do you want to hang out with me? That is creepy. You barely know me. No, I'm sick. <laughs> um, you know, so putting up some guards, but just to be lovingly pursued little bit by little bit, chipping away. Um, and to this day, there are people that still do that because they're learning my tricks. <laughs> you know, how I can keep people at a certain distance. I worked really hard at having Teflon. Nothing can stick to me. You can't get to me. Um, but little by little, no, Rach, I, 
tells are coming out. Let me let me get to the heart of you. Um, yeah. You know, back in the day when um, the old model of church that I grew up with, um, to not be left alone was hanging out after church for a good hour because that was fellowship. Fellowship, <laughs> fellowship was like, oof, we stayed out in the lobby. 1230 mm-hmm. and then some of us went to lunch <laughs> together together <laughs> that's the church and I'm like wow you do this through the week cool somebody else is there what's it meant to you to sort of not be left alone and it's, it's let's be honest it's a nuisance sometimes I think that if you if you if you have a person who willingly is putting themselves in a position where they're going to go to someone else's house and, um, and, and engage in a conversation around heart level stuff that you're, I mean, that, that in itself is such a unique and important thing. You don't want to waste it, you know? And I think, um, it is, it is such a cool thing to be pursued. You know, I think, there's sometimes that I'm, I'm, I'm in a group and like, I just, it's, it's okay if you're in a group and someone, you can just tell that they're kind of like, they just want to be left alone and that's okay. But sometimes it just takes a little bit of a nudge. And I know that like when to be drawn out by somebody, um, just through questions and caring and stuff like that, it's such a, like, even though like my guard is up and I don't want to, but at the end I'm like, it, that that kind of surgery needs to happen, but it doesn't. It doesn't happen unless somebody is lovingly applying the scalpel or whatever you want to call it, you know. But um, it's it's just so hard, you know. Um, but it's so it's such a great thing to see when people are pursuing and drawing somebody out just through questions and just loving on them, and you know, um, and to see and to see just sort of God work in it, work not just in the person being pursued, but to see him working in like the whole, just the group, to see him working in the, the pursuer and the pursued. Um, I know I'm speaking like, you know, generalities, but I, I've been, I've been pursued. Um, and it's, it's just such a, yeah, it's transformational. Absolutely. I will say the people I've encountered in groups around here are some of the best question askers I've ever met. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, to, to it's, they ask a question and I you know I was thinking I was going down this one road and I was like oh I never thought that that was that that was even a component of this that we're this thing that we're working through um, leading questions right <laughs> like oh I never thought we we needed to we needed to, to wrestle with that um, and that's that's something that you know never been left alone in that regard there's always a, there's always more questions that we can ask. I know it's not good to compare, but I think for me, I realize I've grown in my time at LCC because when I'm in other environments, I realize I'm the crazy person because what I have now experienced at LCC, I now consider somewhat normal. That's right. Yes. So I have been in environments where people, when I've explained kind of structure church, they're like, that's really messed up. That is like not other people's business. Like you go and you meet in people's house and you feel like it's okay to share like what you're struggling with. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, it's a safe place. They're like, "Mm -mm." that's like between you and your spouse. Like you actually share that, you know, like you guys had a fight. I'm like, well, yeah, but like such and such had the same fight like two months ago. It was really nice to kind of be like, 
you know, okay, like, remember that? Like, help mm-hmm. us walk through that. And so I, I find that's odd. Um, I have found that we've had people into our home sometimes, and when they leave, I'm just annoyed. And I'm like, they had no concept of, like, <laughs> you know, just common sense, like, serve one another. And we've realized they've probably not been around community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not in people's homes all the time. The things we just consider... That's just kind of what you do, and that's how you pursue people, and that's a question you might ask. And I'll be somewhere, and I'm like, how do we go to dinner, and, and no one asks how we're doing? And, and, you know, we ask them, but don't people ask back? And <laughs> and so I, I, you know, you said this early on in this series, Dan, like, it's it's a church that ruins you. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah, a good way. And so I find sometimes, I'm so grateful, sometimes I go, it can feel really lonely when you're in other environments, because you're just so aware, oh, not everybody else pursues me or nobody else and and they're not looking to understand my heart yeah and sometimes I'm in a group with a bunch of strangers and a cell group and they're asking me questions that people who've known me my whole life have never yeah. thought to ask me so um it's a good ruination but it's it's radically different don't you find again leading but I find yes. that I hunger <laughs> yes, yes. whatever it is it's yes <laughs> yes yes but I hunger I think you already said this but I'm going to say it again like you hunger and thirst for that like I am not satisfied yeah. mm-hmm. I cannot be in another small group where we don't go deep and I find myself getting very impatient yeah because I I realized that was a hunger I had and a need I had and I'm not satisfied with superficial anymore because I can talk about superficial things all day long and I can fake it till you make it but I also am learning that I hate superficial mm-hmm. and that I can go to the grocery store and be like that's great and all but how are you really doing because I can't talk like that anymore. yeah it's boring to me and I'm ready to get to the nitty-gritty and I drive people nuts. Mm-hmm. yeah I think the cha- and the challenge I have is you know being a it's all being veterans you know of this is to try to like go into the group and and allow God to let that happen too. Yeah. to not try to force it and yeah. to, and to take a position of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I've achieved some higher level of like, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like being able to pursue somebody, but like, because it, it, it is cool when you do see someone, someone in your group who tends to be um, a quipper, not an equipper, but they, they, have, they throw quips out, mm-hmm. right? They're a quipper or they kind of have anecdotes or they can relate. Mm-hmm. But then when you see that, kind of something happens and instead they become a pursuer, you know, and they start like asking questions and you're like, whoa, you know, like that's really cool to, to see that happen in someone's life. And so just allow, allow, I, I got in trouble early on because, you know, like early on I'm out of college and I'm like, this is what it's all about, man. And I'm like <laughs> trying to force it to happen and you can't, you can't, it's like transformation. It's the, at the very beginning. It's, it's a, it's taking the long view of this and, and realizing that it, not everyone's going to do it at that pace or in the same way that you do it or not. And it's, you know, it's amazing as, as we just wrap this up, like um, even just the affinity that we have talking and the openness that we have with our lives, I think is a reflection of the, the brushes we've had with community. Um, and having said that, it's not that, not to say that I've arrived. Um, um, we still keep that the the first things first that we where we started this whole journey like like the long view and and I'm still capable of of crawling up in my shell and saying I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep this part of my life to myself I'm just gonna con- conceal that because I don't want anybody to see it um, and so 
yeah, this has been a, it's been a great journey, and and thank you all for for talking through these things with us. And um, yeah, um, it's the church we didn't know we were looking for, yeah. right? <laughs> Thanks.